ACH radio. Now, as you know, when you've gone around the town, uh, you would see many houses with, you know, the, the, the symbol Tulet. And it's been quite a common scene. And we'll talk about something called as rental bonds. And that addresses this issue. So let's know what it is. And today I welcome to the show Mr. Vikas Khandelwal. He's the CEO of Ikora Capital Guarantees. Hi, sir, and welcome to DH Radio. I'm glad to be on your show. Oh, it's it's fantastic to have you. What are these rental bonds? So, I mean, before I, I actually start answering your question about what, what are rental guarantees, I mean, uh, it's important that we understand uh, what the tenancy situation in India is today. And, and most of it is pre-pandemic. And then I'll come to, uh, you know, what the pandemic has actually done to the rental, uh, uh, rental market, rental segment in India. Essentially, we've had a very unstructured rental housing model in India so far. And wherein the landlords, uh, they've, uh, they've had immense amount of distrust in the state machinery. And because they've always viewed uh, the tenancy laws in India as, as being pro-tenant. And moreover, the rent control acts in India have been completely, they've been very archaic. And they've not been much of change uh, in, in the rent control acts uh, ever since uh, you know, they were first framed. Um, now, this essentially uh, you know, uh, brings a lot of uh, distrust on, uh, on, on part of the landlords who prefer to keep their properties vacant because they find it painful to deal with real estate agents and, and unverified tenants. And here you've got to imagine a situation where the landlord is actually sitting overseas or, or he's probably an, uh, an old retired person who depends on his uh, rental income as his sole source of uh, income for himself, right? So, and while at the same time, the tenants today are also apprehensive of lack of verified listings and, and also lose and fear losing their security deposits uh, to landlords, I mean, who, who probably take long, either very long to refund uh, the security deposits or they've, uh, they've not even refunded. So we've come across many examples of people who've not even got their security deposit back. So we, we've tried to understand, uh, understand the situation uh, in, in the country. And, uh, and if you really look at the size of the market today, uh, it's, it's quite huge. Uh, in fact, uh, the rent, uh, India's residential rental market is worth more than $20 billion. And here I'm talking about a survey which is done quite some time back. And uh, there's no uh, current data available, right? So here you've got a large part of, of, uh, of rental actually constituting uh, 35 to 40% of, of the market re residential uh, uh, residential uh, real estate segment actually constitutes 35 to 40% of the uh, uh, real estate market. You've got vacant houses, which do not contribute anything uh, to the uh, owner in terms, it's just lying idle, it's an, it's an idle asset. Now, if you really look at it, what does a landlord really look from uh, a tenant or what does he expect when he takes a security deposit? All that he wants is security for his uh, property, he wants security that the person is not going to default on his uh, rental obligations and that all the utility bills are going to be paid on time. He essentially expects the tenant to take care of his obligations under the tenancy, uh, tenancy agreement. Now, but he's not looking as he's prima facie not looking for liquidity support in form, in form of the security deposit. And this is, uh, we've, we've spoken to multiple landlords. So what we felt was if we es essentially replace the security deposit with a guarantee. I mean, this is an institutional guarantee, which is backed uh, by an international um, insurance company, wherein we undertook the obligations of the tenant, 
um, in terms of default and payment of rent or payment of uh, the balance of the lock-in period. Lock-in period is is that uh, is the period uh, where you are committed to actually staying uh, in the property, or in default the payment of any utility bills, which can be gas bills, telephone bills, club charges, uh, water bills, um, etc. Or if there is any damage to the property, so this secures the landlord, and at the same time it actually gives him access to a credit verified and a credit assessed tenant, right? Um, this is what a rental guarantee is, which essentially safeguards the landlord against any default of the tenant. Now, you've got to also understand the fact that today the landlord has very little means of assessing the credit, credit, uh, uh, credibility of the tenant uh, in, uh, in, in the current situation. He meets, uh, he meets the tenant for probably one or two, once or twice. And, uh, <clears throat> and he has to take a decision on whether he's going to let his property out to the tenant within that one or two meetings, which is also you know, coordinated by the broker. He asks a few simple questions, but he has no access to the past track record of the tenant so far. Right? So rental guarantee cuts out that entire noise, cuts down the entire friction uh, which exists in, in the system, and allows the landlord to start trusting the tenant far more quicker than what he would have done in, in, in the present situation. Now, now coming to the tenant, now you, you see a tenant in, in today's world, a tenant has got to put up a security deposit. You've got a pandemic running, he'd rather keep his money with himself to address or to take care of any medical emergencies. Um, in this kind of a situation, he's, he can do away with the need to put, a, put up a security deposit leaves the liquidity with him, and he can also have the benefit of carrying forward his good behavior or good rental behavior to other, uh, other properties as and when he keeps shifting. So it works for both parties and helps in building, building trust. So it's, it's more of a trust kind of an instrument, helps building trust, bridging trust between, uh, sorry, bridging the trust deficit between the uh, landlord and the tenant. And, um, Thus, um, works for uh, everybody. How has the you know the pandemic affected the entire rent market? You know, both in terms of uh, residential units as well as commercial units. Yeah, thanks. So, uh, I think the pandemic. I mean, it's really unfortunate uh, what's happening all around us. Uh, but uh, the pandemic. The, the the truth is, the pandemic uh, has uh, battered our uh, economy, right? Uh, and now, uh, I was reading a report uh, that. Uh, the middle class is now collapsing uh, so in, in the country. Uh, now, having said that, you look at it from uh, both the sides, right? Uh, there have been job losses. I mean, I, I read a recent report which apparently said that there were 7.8 million job losses in the month of April only. Now, uh, and a large part of them were from the urban side. So it's only a, a smaller fraction of it, which, which was uh, of the job losses which happened in the rural segment. Right. Or, and then there have been a lot of people who actually the work from home or, or uh, you know, work from anywhere kind of concept. People have actually vacated the properties in urban areas and or let's say in the metropolitan cities, and they've moved back to their hometowns to be operating from there. So you've got a lot of properties which are vacant. You've got landlords who are unable to, who are, who find it more difficult to assess uh, the tenant 
and the and uh, his ability to take care of the rental uh, obligations you've got tenant who possibly i mean we've we've seen you know the pandemic has uh, has reached almost every household in the country so you with uh, every five families that you speak to you realize that almost about four families out of those five families have somehow been impacted by the pandemic or in terms of hospitalization etc so that is an additional financial burden on on the person so now when when a person starts looking for a house or if he starts looking for shifting he's got to put up a security deposit and and this is a time in terms of like um, depleted financials of, uh, financials of each and every um, you know person uh, that that you could come across so the pandemic has resulted in houses becoming vacant uh, people have shifted now they're looking they'll probably start looking at coming back as it eases as the pan pandemic eases you've got depleted financials you've got companies who have vacated offices right so both residential and commercial there've been no no transactions which are happening in in the rental space so virtually the entire segment has come to a lull so that's the that's the impact of uh, of the pandemic and it's it's really battered the entire segment if i may just add how does rental guarantees now come into the picture how can we actually help revive the entire segment or or put it into a fast track as i mentioned before rental guarantees actually helps in bridging the trust deficit right there's there's a there's a gap there and we we look at bridging the trust deficit so when a landlord is accepting a rental guarantee the probability of him getting a tenant faster a good credit verified and a credit assessed tenant faster is is uh, is higher i mean uh, it's much higher the probability of him getting the tenant is much higher so he rents out his property quicker he starts generating revenue much faster right and here again you talk about uh, most of the landlords who are staying either overseas or you or the landlords who who are who are only dependent on the rental income for for their monthly expenses or what only dependent on the rental income these these are the people who actually need to let it out faster they get access and most of these uh, tenant landlords today are also unable to meet the tenant personally because of the pandemic because you know it's important that people maintain that social distance so rental guarantees is probably the only way or, or the most efficient way of assessing the credit uh, credibility of of a tenant uh, today for for a landlord second thing is now if you look at a tenant i mean today with depleted financials he probably has to shift from one house to another house so before he gets back the deposit from one house he'll have to put up a security deposit on the other house right so it's actually two two times uh, the amount uh, that he's got to put up and he also wants to save cash in case of a medical emergency which which might hit him or his family um in that case it's simpler to for him to just opt for a rental guarantee he he gets his uh, property he can shift in faster yet retain the liquidity that's that's being available to him is renting a good option you know when compared to uh, you know buying it in whole and converting that to emi so what what is your opinion on that see i mean uh, while renting or buying a house it's always a financial decision and it it actually depends on uh, the individual preferences of the family of the family that's concerned or the individual that is concerned but my my understanding is um, you know there are the current generation they prefer renting over buying a house because most of the people would not like to get stuck into a 30 year old uh, 30 year mortgage or or you know or or continue to pay emis for long periods of time over and above uh, 15 years 
so i think you know we are seeing increasing instances of um, of renting uh, in uh, india and uh, and a large part of the population you see are also migrant population right people who have shifted from various cities into into another cities um, and they are the ones who are actually uh, driving the rental market so you've got uh, all kinds of accommodations what are which are available now starting with uh, full apartments to even you know you could you could rent out a house or even live uh, together with uh, um, with uh, have co-living spaces um, or just hire a room uh, you got various options available to that but there has been an increasing trend of uh, people just renting out a property rather than buying one also another thing is that uh, you know uh, since you've been dealing with uh, Uh, sureties for a very long time. Do you see that more people are being aware of uh, uh, certain things like water bonds and water insurance? And uh, do you see more people getting into uh, you know going out and buying bonds and sureties and insurance? And has the pandemic also fueled uh, this this rise? If it is, if it is there, yes, definitely. So in fact, um, you know. surety is is a form of risk mitigation or as, as while at the same time also it's it's you know wherever there is a need for assurance under a contract that's where a surety actually steps in there has been an increasing um, you know uh, instances of uh, people adopting uh, instruments of risk mitigation which includes insurance and and guarantees now i i can talk about our journey i mean uh, so over the last few months uh, i mean we've seen increasing acceptance of our guarantees so for example um, and it has been further accelerated by the pandemic because see when when you've got a pandemic like the one that that we are experiencing people start looking uh, looking for alternative forms of uh, mitigation of of risks and this is what actually makes them open to newer and newer forms of uh, you know hedging their uh, risks or risk mit- mitigation whichever uh, i mean one may want to call it over the last 3 to 4 months i mean even at ikaro uh, we've we've seen um, or we've signed up with uh, partners we've signed up with landlords and tenants and today um, you know in a short span of few months uh, we are now accepted by over 20000 landlords across the country and the numbers keep on increasing as and when people start realizing that the benefits of uh, of uh, of using a surety and in terms of the quality of people that they get on board as as the tenants and even the landlords uh, so the numbers keep on increasing see for the tenant it really works also mainly because he saves on the cash he saves uh, he so today a tenant would not have been able to carry his um, rental behavior or good rental behavior with that he has done with uh, a landlord or uh, or good rental conduct with the landlord into his next property but with the rental guarantee he can do that because there is a guarantee provider which knows his track record which which understands the way he operates and and his clean um, you know zero default uh, conduct in the past few years and he is willing to extend him further guarantees starts operating as more of a credit bureau uh, of sorts for the rental market i think so hence there is um, we are witnessing increasing acceptance ecora has been in there in the market quite some time and you would have done uh, you know the forecast so i just wanted to ask about that like could you give us some statistics on uh, you know the rent market in india which you uh, earlier mentioned to and what is the forecast and uh, the factors and variables uh, that you've taken into picture so i think rental is uh, is is pretty big uh, in um, 
in in India. I mean, I was going through a report, and and again, this uh, this report is is a bit of a dated uh, report. There was um, I didn't get um, current data on the Indian rental market. What I understand is now the rental market is worth over twenty billion dollars, and this is uh, this is quite some time back. And if you really add inflation uh, to this. Um, I mean, it could be anywhere, uh, and an increase in rentals. Uh, it could be anywhere in, in the range of thirty to thirty-five billion dollars uh, in uh, in India today. Apparently, I mean, what my understanding is, so while eighty percent of this market is in urban areas, there are about eleven million houses which are lying vacant because of some of these guys, uh, some of the landlords actually not being, uh, you know, or not being able to trust uh, uh, the brokers or the tenants um, in uh, and and let out the houses. So you can well imagine the kind of idle uh, assets that's lying across the entire segment, you know, which we believe that with rental guarantees, it'll start um, start making uh, or encouraging people to make these assets uh, more economically productive. Like I've mentioned before, rental actually uh, const- uh, rental housing actually constitutes almost thirty-five to forty-five percent of the total residential real estate segment so which include purchases as well so it's a it's a very significant size if you if if you have to uh, think about it yeah i think rental bond guarantees can can help institutionalize um, the entire rental housing it like i mentioned before it cuts out that entire noise and it reduces a lot of friction into the system right um, because and and helps things move far more smoothly because it addresses a lot of the concerns that's there across board, whether it is be, it is from the tenant side or from the landlord side. It addresses both these concerns. And, um, and I think uh, the increasing uh, acceptance is just uh, bears testimony to what we are talking about. Uh, all right, Mr. Khandel, well, it was fantastic having uh, a small chat with you about this rental authorities. Uh, I think it, the people who are listening to this podcast also would, uh, would be immensely uh, you know, benefited from getting to know that th- there is something like uh, a rental bond out there. And uh, thanks a lot for giving uh, inputs to Deccan Harris. It was fantastic to have you on the show. Uh, thank you, uh, Ahmed. Uh, it was really a pleasure being on your show. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, speaking to you. I encourage all your listeners to be safe, stay at home, stay masked, and uh, be safe. Take care. That's all in today's episode. For more podcasts and news, log into deckandherald.com and have a great day.